Love this podcast? Support it and sponsor today. Simply head to OzCastNetwork.com for details. How powerful is the Cox Network? So powerful that one day, the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network. With gig speeds everywhere, it's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, bringing us closer. In Cox serviceable areas, speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply. There's three sides to every story. There's my side, your side, and the truth. Come on, girls. Let's go shopping. That's not a knife. <laughs> this is a knife. What are you looking at? Not looking at what you're me. You're mad, you bastard. G'day and welcome to The Last New Wave, the podcast that's all about the wide and varied landscape that is Australian cinema. I'm Andrew Pearce and this podcast is recorded on the lands of the Wajak people of Perth region and I pay respects to their elders both past, present and emerging. On this particular episode, I talked with the director of the new documentary, The Coming Back Out Ball Movie, uh, Sue Thompson. Now, The Coming Back Out Ball Movie, uh, which is a little bit of a alphabet soup in there in a way, is all about older LGBTIQ people in Melbourne who are given their chance to kind of celebrate uh, coming back out. I found this documentary really fascinating. It's really, really powerful in a way that, you know, as you'll find out in the, the conversation that I have with Sue, I found it was powerful in that we tend to forget about these older generations. And we tend to forget that it's actually not that long ago that, you know, in Tasmania, uh, being gay was illegal. Um, and, you know, it's it's only a couple of decades ago that, that people were, you know, really, uh, really persecuted because of their sexuality and that still happens today that's there's no denying that um but it was worse then and one of the things i really admire and, and found really interesting about this documentary there's talks about how uh, people who are a part of the lgbtiq community they really struggle when they have to go into an aged care facility because they almost have to address the homophobia and uh you know, the reactions that people have to their sexuality in a whole new, you know, all over again, basically. That's got to be really hard. And the Coming Back Out Ball movie focuses on Tristan Meacham and Beck Reed, who are the minds behind the ball itself. And they, uh, Beck is a, an ally of the community and Tristan is a gay man living in Melbourne. And he wants to honour the people who have come before him. And... The people that he meets along the way are really fascinating people. They are colourful. They're, you know, they've got their own demons. Uh, they've got their own lives that they've led that have led them to this point. And some are happy to talk about their sexuality. Some it's a bit of a struggle, and some are still grappling with it in, in some ways. Uh, I really enjoyed this film. I thought it was beautiful. Uh, it's out in cinemas around Australia at the moment. Uh, there are screenings occurring uh, all around Australia, and. You know, it's it's come out at a really uh, important time in Australia because we've just celebrated the one-year anniversary of the passing of the Marriage Equality Act. So it means that 
anybody of any sex and gender can get married. And that's fantastic. It's beautiful. It, it's great. Uh, it was a very hard won battle. Uh, I know that Malcolm Turnbull, the ex-Prime Minister, wishes to basically take claim for that. But, uh, you know, it was actually the community that did it. It was a lot of work from the community. And this film takes place just a few weeks before that bill was actually passed. The legislation was passed to allow marriage equality to exist in Australia. Anyhow, that's enough rambling from me. Let's have a listen to the trailer and be back with the interview with Sue. I started out life in gay bars. If you wanted to survive socially, you danced and you played pool. And I did both. The idea is to create a real celebration of LGBTI elders and treat them like kings and queens. I knew I wanted to be a woman and it wasn't until I was 59 that this surfaced again. I just decided I wasn't going to die a shriveled up or prune. I was going to go for it. I had sex in groups, you know, threes, whatever. It was all wrong. I came out after my wife had died. I didn't want to hurt her in any way. Being a devout Christian, being married, how could you possibly be gay? I feared to disclose myself. I still get internalised homophobia. 23 years ago was illegal. I think just to survive, people have to move in difficult areas. There are a lot of people that have had a very hard time and I think this project has actually allowed them the kind of freedom that they may not have had. We've had some emails saying that it's a disgusting event and I know that some of the stakeholders have received emails complaining about it. I see that you are doing something that will result in something real of benefit and joy for my people. When a person has been suppressed, there comes a time when that person breaks out. I've had to bury it behind this male person. I'm letting them go, killing them off. You're beautiful. This is the coming back out ball. Read my lips, I'm not coming until you put some decent music on. I'm a Pink Floyd fan, for God's sake. Well, I want to find out, first of all, about how the film came about because it's kind of like it, it, it has this kind of fortuitous um, climax where obviously um, it, it finishes just a couple of weeks before the decision of the bill uh, of the same marriage, uh, marriage equality uh, bill was uh, decided on. So how did that all kind of come about? And, and well, that decide? was just purely coincidental. That, yeah. um, so basically, I started working with a performance artist in Melbourne called Tristan Meacham, who um, has a company called All the Queen's Men and works with a woman called Beck Reed. And together, um, they decided to put on this ball. But it, the impetus really came from Tristan had read a report by a Melbourne academic called Catherine Barrett. And Catherine um, worked in the older LGBTIQ space and she had done research which highlights the fact that um, older LGBTIQ plus were going back into the closet when they went into aged care to receive decent health care. Mm. And when Tristan was sort of made aware of this, he was so um, shocked that he, uh, and sort of saddened by it, um, that he wanted to sort of 
do something as an artist to celebrate these people who had sort of paved the way for himself as a young gay man. And so he came up with the idea of putting on a ball and, you know, that's why it's called the Coming Back Out Ball. And then we've got the word movie on the end of the documentary so that there's some sort of definition between the two. And so then he um, and his partner, Roger Monk, invited me onto the project to make a film. And so we started, you know, three years ago, um, you know, working together, neither of us really knowing where we were going or what was going to happen. None of us had any money or funding. It was just this sort of seed of an idea. But it was obvious for me as a filmmaker, I knew that with the ball at the end, no matter what happened, whether the ball ended up at the Melbourne Town Hall or at the Northcote Town Hall, there was going to be an event. Mm. So I was confident that um, I could follow him doing his work and that along the way we would, you know, find things and I would, you know, he would be, he's obviously looking at creating this huge event. But I'm always thinking about the film and, you know, how it's being shaped and what the story is. And so it was really just this kind of um, organic process of meeting people and listening to their stories and then, you know, asking them if they'd be interested in being taking part in the film. And ultimately what set out to be a film about a ball became a film about people. But, um, you know, with the beautiful ball at the end is the wonderful payoff but it, it, it's more a film about human rights and and human beings you know in a, in a sense um so yeah that's how it started yeah i i really love how as you're saying it, it it is kind of more a film about people uh than the ball itself even though the ball is really beautiful and you know great to watch uh, it's really fascinating learning all these different stories from an era that's really not that long ago where people were dealing with some really major, you know, prosecutions against uh, their sexuality and stuff like that, which is just, you know, it's terrifying to realise that it's not that long ago. Um, did that kind and of I think surprise that, you a bit as well? Yeah, I mean, I knew that um, as an older person, but um, I think what Tristan and I were both interested in is sharing this with a younger audience as well, like, What's interesting when people watch the film, and it's interesting, a lot of younger people come to the film, particularly, you know, in the LGBTIQ space, and they didn't, you're right, Andrew, they didn't know any of this stuff, and, and, and so that's amazing, and they get very moved and are shocked that, yeah, 20 years ago, you wouldn't walk down the street holding hands with your same-sex partner because of fear of, well, abuse um, and the fear of, what you know what would happen to you losing your job losing family members so um yeah i think that's really a, a very powerful part of the project overall the ball and the film is that we are you know sharing the fact that these people have lived this extraordinary life a lot of them being closeted a lot of them have come out later in life um and the world that we live in today is vastly different it's not perfect but it's vastly different from the world that they were in so, and, and that's what the people in the film say, what's incredible. Like, to think that they're in a film talking about their gender and sexual identity, it's a complete um, anathema in a way. Like, they would never have done that. Mm. You know, you just couldn't. You, and they would never have spoken publicly about their sexuality. They just wouldn't. It was terrifying. And, and in fact, Heather says that in the film, one of the people, she says, 
chief she thinks it still is a bit scary out there. You know, there's it's terrible fear of backlash. So, yeah, younger people who are out and proud and have come out to their families and had no, um, you know, have had a loving sort of coming out situation, that, yeah, it's a real shock to them to see what it was like. Yeah, and I think I think what I really appreciate as well is that, you know, your, your film doesn't just cover, you know, gay and lesbian people. It, it touches on trans folk and it also touches on in, intersex people as well. And, you know, I think that in the, the alphabet soup of, of it all, it kind of gets lost in, those kinds of stories kind of get lost in the mix. So it's great to see that you've included those stories here. Um, well, I, I really wanted to work you know, I wanted it to be as inclusive as possible. And I think, you know, so did Tristan with the ball. That was both our aims was, you know, we can't just highlight one or two letters of the alphabet. We have to be as inclusive as possible. And, you know, that was hard, finding people who wanted to, particularly in the documentary, speak to me. But um, ultimately, you know, there's Trace and Michelle in there. And both of them are very proud of the film and, you know, have actually said they feel the film has um, helped change their lives in the sense of making them more confident and the retelling of their narrative over and over again sort of validates who they are in perhaps ways that, you know, when you're just living your life and you, you don't feel it, but having it up there on the screen and hearing your story retold back to you, have both have expressed that it's a very powerful um emotional response they have which I'm you know I, I can't even begin to sort of even fathom that but it's I'm enormously proud that it's had that effect on you know at least two people in the film yeah I I, I can see that because it feels like that you know there's an affirmation in a lot of ways of you know this is mm. this is who you are and be proud of it and the, mm. the sense that I get at the end of the film that is you know these are all people who have lived different lives and they're all ending up at this one spot which is designed to obviously make them feel proud about who they are as people, and and I mm. like that. I thought it was really beautiful. So yeah, you've it's, done it's, a great job. Yeah, thank you very much. And yeah, and they do feel that's what I mean. I think you know to gain people's trust, and you would know this from documentaries. It's a hard job, just because mm. I could, you know, I could have flipped it on its head, and I could, you know, shame them, or I could have done something bizarre. Who knows what I was capable of doing, but. They had to. We had to form a relationship, and they had to trust that I would handle their stories with care, with love, with respect, and ultimately with a little bit of humour, which is kind of the way I like to work. So, you know, I think, um, and they're all really, really wrapped and really proud of it. Yeah, I, I mean, that, that's uh, coming back to the the marriage equality debate, which was going on at the same time. I can imagine that would have been an added pressure in the sense that. You know, you're asking them to tell their very personal stories, and in the meantime, you know, the whole of Australia is essentially debating. Um, yes, whether they have what's right, going on. Yeah, whether they have, you know, the human right of being able to choose who they can marry. I mean, it was yeah, that was it wasn't pleasant, Andrew. It did mm. add a sort of a very negative layer for you know at least a year through the project that we were all you know trying to rise above. Um, Interesting enough, probably, you know, a lot of the people in this film, marriage just wasn't a big deal for them. They weren't so interested. They don't, I don't think anyone, let me think, am I going to say this, wants to get married or see marriage as a 
as something they aspire to. A lot of them have been married, remember. So, um, but yeah, the, the general pain and trauma in the LGBTIQ space was horrible, I have to say, and sad, and people were greatly traumatized by it. And um, it did affect everybody, and it was. I think that's an incredibly emotive speech by Deborah Cheatham at the ball when she, you know, talks about, you know, having our the basic human right of being able to choose mm. is being debated around the country. Yeah, it was very profound and uplifting and um, it made the night, you know, extraordinary. I think probably the documentary, now that I'm saying this out loud, because the documentary unfolded, you know, I probably started filming two years ago, two and a half years ago. So whereas the, the night of the ball was literally two weeks before the decision. So it was really climactic at that point. It was people, there was a sort of a bubbling anxiety on the night of what's happening and, and people could share their stories. Whereas for the documentary, We'd been going for so long, it was another moment, but it didn't. Um, it, in some ways, our, the people in the film wanted to talk more about what was relevant to them and their personal journeys. Yeah, which Does I think is... Sense? Yeah, yeah no, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah. I, think that's, I think that's the more important thing is because, you know, it, maybe if they were younger, obviously marriage might be a different thing, but this is... They've lived a life that's, you know, been so full of... All of that kind of trauma as it is that you know, yes. they've got other focuses which is you know it's very clear as you show there so it's I think it's really important to tell this kind of story because you know we so often on you know as the, the parades and stuff like that we so often just see young folks out there and and forget that there's generations of people who unfortunately didn't have that that luxury of you know being able to go to uh, gay pride parades and stuff like that. So it's it's great exactly. to being told. Yeah, be able to bring their partner to a work function or family Christmas. You know, mm. just it just didn't happen. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting as well. One of the things which I noted was that it's you know this this is kind of the first film, well in the the past year that really documentary that's touching on um, sexuality in Australia after you know, around the, the marriage equality thing. I don't mean to continue bringing it up, but it's, it is such no, a big thing. Yeah, um, yeah. But it's great to see that, you know, this kind of discussion is like, yes, we have come so far, but let's not forget where we've come from. Was that something yeah, that was really was important to you? To, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. No, I totally agree with you. I felt that um, it's like we, you work on these projects and you do this work, but it, you know, it's never over. It's, really it's the beginning of something or the shift is it's, it's like the Me Too campaign it's like being a woman it, 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 we've got a long way to go but um, it's fantastic that yeah small events or in small in, in, in I'm talking on a global scale um, can like the ball itself like a documentary that gets some traction is, is seen to help maybe affect a tiny bit of change maybe change a few people's attitudes if they watch it and realise that these people are human beings and just like themselves. I, I mean, I, I wonder, will we, will we be able to change the mind of someone who voted? No. You know, perhaps they would see the Coming Back Out for movie and go, 
I made a mistake, you know. Mm. Wouldn't that be incredible? And that's what I want to do. Obviously, that's the whole purpose behind work like this is, you know, I like to give a voice to the voiceless. I want, you know, why can't I, I, that's interesting. I didn't want famous people in this film, Andrew, like a couple of people saying, you know, we're going to get, you know, I don't know, more well-known LGBTI people, but I didn't want that. I yeah. wanted ordinary people in this film. I wanted them, them to have their time because, you know what, they haven't had any time in the limelight. They've been hidden most of their lives, closeted, and, you know, um, yeah, well, you get a sense of that in the film. I, you know, I certainly didn't want to make a heavy-handed didactic documentary. I wanted it to have a, a lightness and to see that they're resilient and funny and, 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 and this, you know, they're out there living lives. They're not ashamed anymore. But that's not to say all of that was there, Andrew. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I think, I think it's really good. Um, is there a plan to continue on with the Bulls in the future? Like to... Oh, yeah. Definitely, you know, I think a lot of people from different states are approaching them. I'm not, I don't know if they've locked anything in, um, but I know, he did a second one this year. Right. So he did, the one I filmed was 2017, October. Yeah. And that was the very first one. And he did another one in October 2018. And so I think Melbourne and the Melbourne State Government, they're, you know, they're, the Victorian State Government, they're supporting the, the work and the ball. So I assume it's going on again. You know, they wanted to make it an annual event and I know other states have definitely approached him. But I think it's such a mammoth undertaking. I'm not sure where he's at with all that. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I wouldn't even imagine to to begin on, on understanding how to actually, you know, organise such a thing. And I think that's one of the, the really interesting things as well is that, you know, as, as is mentioned in the, the story is that, you know, it's not something that can be trivialised or monopolised on so that the younger guys feel that they're trying to do something for the older people. There has to be a reason for it. And I yeah. really love that that gets explored as well because it it, it doesn't sh- it shows that it's not just like a, a token thing to say, oh, yes, by the way, you guys can have an event too. It's actually yeah. something that celebrates and it's beautiful. It's yeah. so much more. Like when RDTV, I think she says, um, you know, we need to know what you're doing, why you're doing it and who you're doing it for. Um, and Tristan's, I mean, his work is about community consultation. So he, he every decision he makes in a project and in the Coming Back Out ball, he would consult with the community before it you know, they would finalise that decision. So, and and the, that that is a, was a major part of his work with finding people because you think about it, like, it was funny when you just said before, oh, yeah, you know, you put on a ball and celebrate. But you put on, if Tristan tried to put on a ball and advertise it and celebrate it, I would say we're celebrating older LGBTI, who's going to come to that? And yeah. they were scared. These people have not been invited. They don't know, am I going to, is this a joke? But what he did is he got, the relevant organisations on board and, you know, started running a little um, dance club so that people could see, like, build trust with him and then they would see more of me and build trust with me. So it was a really, you know, long process and then and now, you know, they all love and adore him. But, yeah, it took a long time. Yeah. And I think that's the thing for, for film watchers that, you know, we sit down, we watch a 90-minute film, we're entertained, we're informed, we're engaged and all that kind of stuff. But 
a lot of the time, especially for documentaries, people forget how long uh, you know these things take, and and the actual physical work that is required to you know gain the trust of the people that you're filming and and telling their story. Uh, it's not going to be easy. So. In that regard, what have you learned over the years as a documentary filmmaker and, and what have you gained as well as, as, as that role? Mm, well, you're right. That's exactly what it's like. I mean, there's nothing glamorous about documentary filmmaking at all. I and mean, I probably would say there's nothing glamorous about filmmaking, full stop, you know, narrative or doco. Um, it's, yeah, it's, it's everything you said. And what have I learned? I've learned that I love people, that I still feel very honoured and special and um, to, to be invited into people's lives and to, for them to share their stories with me. I feel like I'm a very yeah, lucky person and that um, my love of human beings has kind of made this work perfect for me. You know, I, I, I in some ways, everything about it, I, I, it's like I feel like Nance calls herself a humanist and I think in the film, and I think I would say I would call myself a humanist. I, I like working with people. I like sharing stories. I like, you know, telling, talking to them and, you know, we offer each other advice, we care, we try, try and change the world on the smallest scale, Andrew, that you've ever known. But I feel like, you know, art documentaries, all art forms have the ability to bring about change because when you bring people together, like in this film, and, you know, the, the, a lot of the cast say that, you know, um, Artie was a separatist for years. She wouldn't necessarily be in a project with someone like David Morrison or David Morgan and or Derek. So, you know, what they are saying to me now is you've helped just change our, our perception and shift our attitude just enough so that we're more inclusive in our own communities. And we're not changing our politics. We still feel very strongly about who we all are and they are all very different. Like that's the thing, the acronym of the LGBTIQ, they're all very different communities. You know, they're not mm. one. Yeah. They're a lot. And, they're, and I think the film highlights that. And them being in the film and taking part in this process and watching themselves and listening to the other people in the film, they have all said they have learnt and gained so much. And now they, it's kind of like it's breaking down barriers, I suppose. And so that's what I've learnt, that the work that I'm doing can hopefully help, you know, bring about a little bit of change. And and, and me, I change every time. I'm, I'm growing and I'll always continue to grow and change. And and I'm learning. It's like, um, you know, that I want to be challenged. I want to be a better person. I want to be um, able to be more inclusive. Am I going on a bit much? <laughs> that's no, how I no, that's fantastic. Yeah, no, it's really interesting. It's just... I mean, I, I I love talking to Australian filmmakers and learning about Australian filmmakers and, and what makes them, you know, engage with the art of film. And that's why I, you know, I love that answer because it's, you know, there's so much to it and it's about, you know, it's what I love about film is that you, you know, can change people and it, it you can learn so much about different people and things like that. It's It's fantastic. So... 
Yeah, uh, yeah. The film does exactly that, as, as you say. And you're doing it in your work. And I'm, you know what I mean? Like, that's why we're doing all this. Like, you know, it's because we are, we believe we can help the world. You know, I don't want to just sit here and do nothing. I want, I want, I want to help make the world a better place. So do you, you know? It's, yeah. I yeah. think that's what the work we're doing has hopefully a little bit of power to affect change, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And as you're saying, you know, hopefully maybe out there somebody, there'll be a no voter out there who watches it and has their mind changed and says, you know, I wish and I that, could change that. that, yeah. That just thrills me when you say it back to me. It's like, yeah. And, you know, what we want to do maybe next year um, when the film has sort of finished all its cinema stuff is take it into aged care sector, try and, you know, that, you know like give, have a life, like take it into places where... People are working with um, the aged, and you know, and and use it as a tool, and take it out. Actually, what we need to do is get it out into the rural communities. So mm-hmm. that's what Trace says. Um, she lives in um, Salford. She said we need to get this film, you know, out into rural communities where people are really isolated. Yeah. Well, there's that that really sad line in where you know she mentions uh, like when people of the, the LGBTIQ community leave rural towns, there's that kind of victory for the town in the regards where it's like, yes, we've chased them out of there kind of thing. And it would be great to change that mentality of, you know, being accepting and being, you know, open to different people uh, out there. It would be, would be fantastic to see. It would be beautiful to see. Yeah. Wouldn't it? And, and, you know, I showed it to my dad and his partner and my dad is 84 and his partner's 80 and she, um, you know, lovely woman, very conservative, she just keeps talking about it. She goes, oh, my God, I'm telling all my friends about it. I mean, I had no idea. And, you know, blah, 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 and, how, and these people, why shouldn't they, they, why can't they get married? Why can't they be like everyone else? And, you know, I don't know if the film changed her mind, but I think it definitely has shaken her up a bit and in a very positive way. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, in a slightly related note, I'd, I'd showed my mum, Nanette, uh, the, uh, well, my mum's name's not Nanette, but Hannah Gadsby's stand-up show, Nanette. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. 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 And Brilliant. Yeah, which is fantastic. And there's a oh, line no. in there where she mentions about cisgender men. And my mum was yeah. confused as to what the heck that term meant. And so it opened up a whole discussion and she had no idea, you know, she just thought that there was lesbian people and, and gay people and, and then that's it. There was nothing further. And, you know, I'd opened up her mind to being, hey, there's actually a heck of a lot more. <laughs> No, yeah. more more than that, and and it's now she's so much the same. Is very excited. It's like, oh my gosh, I had no idea there was this whole world that existed around me that I didn't know existed. Yeah, and that yeah. So how great is that? Yeah, exactly. It's it's very exciting to be able to and to do, and to do it. You know, if we can do it in a way without you know alienating people, well then you know better still. Yeah, yeah, which you is know, fantastic. Sharing stories. And I, that's what I believe. I believe storytelling and telling the story from the heart and being authentic is definitely a way to engage another person or another human being. Yeah. 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 Well, I've taken up a heap of your time and I really appreciate it because I enjoy talking about Australian films and especially films uh, touching on topics that I think 
need to be discussed in the open and things like that. So it's yeah. Thank yeah. you so much. I know yeah. I really appreciate it, and thank you for calling me. I really it's great. Yeah. yeah. No, I appreciate it as well. I had one last question, which is something yeah. that I ask everybody, uh, all the yeah. filmmakers that I get on, uh, because I love talking about Australian cinema. And so I'm curious if there's a particular film that you I particularly enjoy that uh, is Australian film that you particularly enjoy that you think more people should seek out. It can be new, old, uh, whatever. Yeah. Oh God, I hate these questions. <laughs> you know, like you know, Paul Harris has done. So I always say things, but then I go away and go, "Oh my God, what about that?" Well, can uh, you can throw up a handful if you like. Okay, I need some help with the title. Um, is it West of Sunshine? Or West yeah, West of, of Sunshine, yeah. yeah. Okay. Jason I, I really liked it. I really enjoyed it. I was um, greatly saddened by um, the passing of Damien. You know, mm-hmm. he, I just think, I just watched that film and thought, as I came out of it, I mean, I've seen him other stuff, but that, I just thought, that man's going to go a long way in this business and then we lost him. Perhaps that's why I feel, um, you know, fondly about the film. Cause yeah. I thought it was um, lovely. And that's then, great film. Mm. yeah, what else I'd like to... Um, I thought, oh no, so everything I've seen like is American, Australian, Doco. I will go and all, you know, oh, yeah. the thing. Bit yeah. obvious, but you know, it was a lovely film, um, great film. Yeah, well, um, I think I think yeah. it's one of those films that kind of slips through the cracks as well. Like people obviously went out and bought the album, but um, it's not as widely talked about as I think it should be because I think it's a great film. It's a really wonderful film. Yeah. Yeah, because everyone's talking about Island of the Hungry Ghost and a lot of that, but yeah, you're right, Squirrel, but although it did just win um, an award, didn't it, at the Actors? Couldn't it get something last night? I think it won Best Documentary, so... uh, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's good. Yeah. No, it is good. Well, they're they're two great films, alongside your (laughs) film as well, so I'll I'll push those. (laughs) Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Yeah, no worries. Thank you for your time. So that was my interview with director Sue Thompson regarding her documentary, The Coming Back Out Ball Movie. And if you want to find out more information about it, as you know, such as where screenings are placed around Australia, then head over to comingbackoutballmovie.com. I'll stick a link in the show notes. I really like this film and I hope that you enjoy it too. Uh, I think it's certainly a film that, you know, as we kind of discuss in there, it's one that you might want to take along your parents to go and see so they get an understanding of uh, what's going on in their generation. Um, you know, that there are people out there who are living queer, you know, lesbian, gay, trans, intersex lives. Uh, you know, they're, they're, they're just like you and I. They're, you know, these are people who look no different on the street. Um, and their stories, uh, you know, need to be heard and appreciated. And I think this film does a great job of that. So, yeah, head out and go and see this film right now. It's in cinemas. That's enough from me. Thank you very much for listening again to this episode and any other episode that you've listened to. Uh, I will be putting up the backlog of the previous episodes of The Last New Wave in the new year as well. So there's a good 50 or 60 episodes um, with varied interviews and, and discussions about films that are 
I've I had taken off uh, the internet for a little bit, uh, but it will be coming back. And there's some really interesting things that I discuss on those particular episodes. So you know, if you're looking to hear some interesting discussions about Australian cinema, then um, there is an archive that you'll be able to dig into for new people. Um, anyhow. You can find out more about me, head over to thecurb.com.au or alternatively follow on Facebook and on Twitter, thecurbau on both platforms. Uh, And if you want to go a little bit further and help us out uh, to keep the the site running and all that kind of stuff, then head over to patreon.com forward slash thecurbau. That's all from me, guys. Thank you very much again for listening and I'll see you in the next episode of The Last New Wave. Love this podcast? Support it and sponsor today. Simply head to oscastnetwork.com for details.